Almost Famous with John Shea. Featuring local and independent musicians from the South Shore, Boston, and New England. On 95.9 WATD. Welcome to the Almost Famous Tiny Stage, 95.9 WATD, introducing you to independent bands and musicians from across New England. Brought to you each week by Tiny and Sons Glass, I'm John Shea. And if you're a local band or musician, you can submit your material to us simply by finding the Almost Famous page at 95.9WATD.com. Follow me on Facebook and Instagram tonight at Almost Famous Radio and subscribe to the podcast. You can find that by searching Almost Famous WATD on your favorite podcast app or head over to almostfamousradio.com. So tonight... I'm being joined on the tiny stage by an old friend of the radio station, back for the first time since COVID hit, Kayla Farnham. How you doing? Good. Thanks so much for having me. My pleasure. So the last time you were here was through Zoom because we couldn't have in-person music and you had just released a new album. So update us on what's been new since then and talk about the album that came out a couple of years ago. Yeah, last time we chatted, I had just come out with my new album, Your Spirit is a Work of Art. I had planned to go out and take it on tour, and then the pandemic hit, so I wound up releasing it just so I could put something good into the world (laughs) while the world was falling apart. But since then, things are getting back to normal, and I've been blessed to be playing out a ton this summer. I was just announced as the Connecticut State Troubadour. I saw that. Congratulations. Thank you so much. Yeah, so I'm super excited about that. I have a lot of awesome opportunities and plans coming up with that role. What does that mean exactly? So the way I describe Connecticut State Troubadour is it's similar to a poet laureate, which is perhaps a more common position. But it goes back to medieval times where the troubadour was the minstrel that would travel around the kingdom and sing the news of the kingdom. So we're trying to kind of resurrect that tradition with the troubadour role. And I'll be writing and singing songs that are all based off of Connecticut events and history, as well as bringing a bit of a social work role to it and drawing from my background. I've worked in recovery homes and worked with at-risk youth, children with alternate learning styles, So I'd like to take that work and expand out into the state with it. It sounds like they couldn't be a more perfect title for that person than you. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) To fill that role. That's amazing. I want to take a step back for just a moment here and uh, go back to your album, Your Spirit is a Work of Art. It's an unusual sounding album. It has very sparse production, but talk about how that album came to be because it's one of the best sounding albums I've heard in a long time. Thank you so much. So with that album, what I really wanted to do is capture my music in its most raw form. And I wanted to capture something that sounded like my live performances so that someone could come and see me and then take home pretty much what they just heard. So my two earlier studio albums are very produced. I have a full band and it really filled an artistic vision for me, but I don't tend to perform with other musicians very often. So I wanted to record something stripped down just with the keyboard, the guitar, the Celtic harp, and just a little bit of strings in the background to fill it out. But it really is, I think, a stripped-down, true representation of the live song. I agree. When I first heard it, I thought you were like playing in a huge open hall, but just with no audience. <laughs> that sounds really good. That's what we're going for. The acoustics are unbelievable. Well, let's start off with the song. What are we kicking off the show with tonight? So I'm going to start off with a song that I wrote for the state of Connecticut. This is actually the song that I wrote 
um, for my application for the Connecticut Troubadour position. It's called Connecticut Grown. Let's hear it. Kayla Farnham on the tiny stage, 95.9 WATD. Valley, where the hills roll to the Atlantic And you can't see more than a mile up ahead Till you reach the ocean vast From the top of Bear Mountain I can see autumn leaves Scattered like a patchwork At Connecticut Valley Seems greener on the other side We tap our heels, we close our eyes So sure of the yellow brick road So sure of the Emerald City Every road I travel Leads me back to that New England home I made of Connecticut Again, wild horses and chingatig. The Blue Ridge Mountains took my breath away. At the end of the yellow brick road, no place I'd rather be, no place like home. I'm Connecticut grown. God Mark Twain's house, lake compounds, the Beardsley Zoo, Hamanas at State Park, Long Island Sound, the Mystic Seaport too, lobster shacks, lighthouses, waterfalls, and even castles. I am made of Connecticut hills. I am made of Connecticut colors. Seen the palace of Versailles, Mount Everest, Niagara Falls, and Stonehenge. The redwood forest took my breath away. At the end of the yellow brick road, no place I'd rather be, no place like home. I'm Connecticut That is a great way to start the night. Kayla Farnham on the tiny stage, 95.9 WATD. So you wrote that song as your application for the Connecticut State Troubadour. Talk about the writing process for that song. How did that song happen? Well, all I knew for the application was that I had to write a song for the state of Connecticut. And admittedly, I wasn't sure which way to go with that. I didn't know if they wanted me to write a jingle for the state or if they wanted me to write something a little more historical or heartfelt. So I kind of 
went a little bit of both ways, and I just spent some time reflecting on my experience living in the state of Connecticut, growing up in the state of Connecticut. I'm a born and raised Connecticut native, so I drew from that experience and was reflecting on the past several years where I've been doing a lot of travel to record my music and perform my music, and I've experienced all these different places, and yet I keep coming back home to my home state, and that's where I really feel like I belong. So that's the message that came through in the writing, is this idea that I think sometimes we have a a grass is greener on the other side kind of idea about the rest of the world, but we forget all of the wonderful things that we have where we are, and sometimes we take that for granted. So that's kind of the message that came through in that song. And then I've got the, the little second verse in there that's, <laughs> that's a little bit of a jingle. <laughs> and a shout out for uh, the tourism side of Connecticut. Love that. Speaking of growing up in Connecticut, talk about your earliest music memories. Oh my goodness. I think my earliest music memories, I don't even know if I have memories of <laughs> my earliest experiences with music. But I started playing piano when I was about three years old. We had this little toy keyboard. It probably had, I don't know, maybe like 10 keys on it. And I learned how to play Close Encounters of the Third Kind. My parents stuck three little yellow stickers over the keys (laughs) to play the song. And, And that was the first tune I learned. From there, I really fell in love with piano playing. And I started taking classical lessons. And my learning journey has not stopped since then. I took lessons all the way through college. I studied music the first couple years of college, and I'm still learning now. <laughs> That's great. At what point did you realize that music was going to be a career? Honestly, I didn't realize it or expect it until it happened. It always seemed like something that was such a far-off dream. I thought, well, maybe someday, midlife, I'll get there. I'll be a full-time musician, but I won't plan on it. And then cards just kind of fell in place when I was in my early 20s. I was performing out at open mics all the time. Folks started asking me to play gigs. I started being asked to music direct in the theater. I started picking up gigs with some churches. And before I knew it, I was working full time in the field. That's great. So once that happened, once you started working full time in music, what changed about your level of confidence? Well, I think at first I had a little bit of imposter syndrome. I was like, do I really do I really deserve all of these opportunities I'm getting? But I mean, it's over 10 years later and I'm still doing it and people are still hiring me. So I have to believe that I'm doing something right. And hopefully I'll keep on improving on that over the years. Before I forget, share with us your online information, the website, the socials, anything like that. Absolutely. My website is kaylafarnham.com, and that's K-A-L-A-F-A-R-N-H-A-M. And you can also find me on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, iTunes, all of the music outlets. TikTok? You know, I just signed up for TikTok, and I don't know what to do with it, but (laughs) I have it. (laughs) Very cool. Let's do another song. What are we listening to next? Oh, let's see. I think I'm going to switch over to the piano here. Okay, I'm going to mute your guitar and unmute the piano. This is a fairly new tune. It's um, inspired by the story of Little Red Riding Hood. 
I decided to take the story and, and reinvent it in a way that gives Little Red Riding Hood a little more power. Love it. This one's called My Kind of Fairy Tale. Kayla Farnham, 95.9 WATD. It is all yours. Amazing. Kayla Farnham on the tiny stage, 95.9 WATD. Something I love about you, and this isn't the first time you've done this, is kind of readapting fairy tales in your songs, songs and poems and kid tunes that you grew up listening to. You kind of make them your own. How do you decide which songs you do that to? Well, I 
I've always loved to read. Um, so a lot of these stories, I just, I grew up with them. But as I've gotten older, I really start to think about the message behind it, especially the children's story. You know, I, I think about what we're, <laughs> what we're teaching our youth. And, and sometimes I'm not always <laughs> content with the message in these stories. So that's where I decide, well, maybe I can reinvent it a little bit and bring new meaning to it. I love that so much. And I think you do a great job with that, too. Thank you. We are up against our first break of the night here on Almost Famous for the Tiny Stage Hour. We have a lot more to chat about, more songs to share, too, with Kayla Farnham live in studio. So stick around. 95.9 WATD brought to you each week by Tiny and Sons Glass. And now back to Almost Famous on 95.9 WATD. Welcome back to the Almost Famous Tiny Stage Hour, 95.9 WATD. Introducing you to independent bands and musicians from across New England. Brought to you by Tiny and Sons Glass. Don't forget to follow me tonight on Facebook and Instagram at Almost Famous Radio. And subscribe to the podcast. Search for Almost Famous WATD on your favorite podcast app or head over to almostfamousradio.com. So tonight, being joined in studio by Kayla Farnham. How you doing? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm great, too. You sound amazing tonight. Thank you for making this work. Yeah, thank you. So give yourself another introduction, if you would. So my name is Kayla Farnham. I'm a singer-songwriter from Northeast Connecticut and the most recent Connecticut State Troubadour. Congrats on that. So remind us again what that's all about, because that's really cool and very interesting, too. Yeah, so the Connecticut Troubadour position is based off of the old medieval idea of a troubadour, the traveling minstrel that would go around the kingdom singing the news of the day. And my role as Connecticut Troubadour is going to be to write and perform songs for the state of Connecticut, based off of the history and the people in the state. Fantastic. And where's the best place to uh, go to to learn more about that project and your role in it? You can go right to, I believe it's Connecticut.gov, through the Connecticut Office of Arts. They have all the information on there about myself, as well as all of the troubadours that have served throughout the years, and also information on the application process. So I will be taking on this role for the next three years. But after that, it opens up again to fellow artists. That's great. So cool. And what's your website and your socials? My website is kaylafarnham.com. That's K-A-L-A-F-A-R-N-H-A-M. And you can just search for Kayla Farnham on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Spotify, all of the usual Sounds great. And speaking of Spotify, what's available up there for music? I know you dropped an album a couple years ago. Yeah, so I have my most recent album up there. It's called Your Spirit is a Work of Art, as well as my two prior studio albums. And I think I still have some some older EPs that I <laughs> recorded back in my nice. younger days. So. <laughs> and a couple of singles, too, that aren't on, on there, the albums. Yes, yeah, there's a couple of singles as well. That's very cool. So the last time that you were here, speaking of Your Spirit is a Work of Art, we had the, uh, the kind of the COVID pandemic that uh, prevented us from having in-person stuff, but you still joined us through Zoom. And actually, thank you for that, too, because that interview actually won Radio Show of the Year from the Mass Broadcasters yeah, there Association. We go. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> so it all worked out. But for people who, you know, obviously, you know, people are still coming out of COVID, what's a way that we can still continue to support local musicians who are struggling from the effects of COVID? I mean, I think if people are comfortable, it's it's definitely time to start coming back out to shows. I know everybody's got their own comfort level, but it's still nice out. And there's all these outdoor festivals this time of year that I love. So I'm just hoping to see people come back out so we can connect in person again. It's been such a joy to get back into that. 
this year. I agree, and I enjoy hearing all the great music that's coming out. Let's do more of your music. What are we listening to next? All right. So this song has a little bit of a story behind it. It's probably my newest tune. A few months back, I traveled down to Muscle Shoals with Frank Vielli. I was singing a a few backup vocals on his album project. And while I was down there, I heard the story of a woman who had lived in that area many years ago, a Yuchi woman who was forced to vacate the area and walk the Trail of Tears. But she had such a beautiful attachment to the Tennessee River in Alabama that she actually wound up walking all the way back home. It was a 500-mile trip, I believe, back to the river because she said she felt like that river sang to her. There was a woman in the water that sang and called her home. And I just thought that was such a beautiful story I had to capture it in song. Well, let's hear it. Kayla Farnham in studio tonight on the Tiny Stage, 95.9 WATD. It's all yours. Footsteps 
Kayla Farnham in studio tonight, 95.9 WATD. Great job on that. Thank you. So these new songs, are they going to be part of a new project? Yes, absolutely. I have a few irons in the fire as far as recording projects go. I've been writing a lot of music over the past couple years since I recorded my last album. So I think I have a couple things that will be coming out. I have one project I'm putting together Related to my work as a Connecticut State Troubadour, so I'm going to be putting together an album of songs based solely on Connecticut Trailblazers. So that's my goal, is to write an album inspired by Connecticut Trailblazers. But I've also got a lot of other songs that I've written that I do want to get down recorded pretty soon. So keep an eye out for that. We talked earlier about how you have quite the discography on Spotify, especially going back to your early years and some of those early EPs. How do you think your songwriting has evolved from those early years up until what we're hearing present day? That's a good question. I mean, I think I'm always trying to learn new things. So I've definitely grown in in different directions from where I started. When I first started writing, I was only playing piano. I didn't play guitar or Celtic harp. There was a lot of influence from my background as a classical pianist and a, a theater accompanist. So I think those classical and theatrical roots came out in my earlier music. Over time, I've gravitated more to my folk roots, which comes from my family. My mom and my dad both played in a folk duo together, and they were very inspired by the 60s and 70s folk revival. Big fans of Bob Dylan and Joni Mitchell. So I've gravitated more to those roots recently, and I've really embraced kind of simplifying the musical side of my art, but focusing more on the storytelling. So that's where my current passion is. I love that. So learning from your parents and their folk roots, from your classical piano background, uh, learning guitar, learning Celtic harp, how did you find your voice? In a way, I think I'm still finding my voice. I have such a broad range of influences, thanks to my family and my education. So it's kind of been a question of finding what resonates most with me between all of the places that have inspired me. So between the classical music and and the Broadway and and the folk music, 
I'm just trying to find what really grabs my heart because I think that's where I'm going to find the best that I can offer to the world. You say you play a multitude of instruments. Do you ever write for a specific instrument? And if so, how do you do that? I do. When I sit down to write a song, I'll, I'll hear it in my head and I, I sit down with that particular instrument to start. And maybe it stays that way or maybe I get a little experimental and I'll take my guitar song and, and bring it to the harp and see what happens. Take my keyboard song and, and bring it to guitar and see what happens. And I've had a lot of songs that have grown that way. This last song that I played, Singing River, I wrote it on the piano, but now I'm playing it on guitar today. So <laughs> you I never love that. know. Let's uh, keep going with your music. What are we listening to next? Uh, let's see. I think I'm going to switch back to the keyboard. Okay. <laughs> So this next song is off of my most recent album, Your Spirit is a Work of Art. We were just talking about the process of finding your voice. And this is a song that I wrote in the process of finding my voice while I was at a retreat, a songwriting intensive out in Chicago with the Johnny Mercer Foundation. And while I was out there, I was working with some amazing songwriters that work in the Billboard Top 40 songwriting worlds and Broadway. And it was just a little bit nerve wracking. It was my first time doing something like that. So I was kind of caught up in the nerves this one particular day and literally having a hard time finding my voice to sing. And so I I went outside and sat by the water and wrote this song kind of as a, a meditation to will myself into finding my voice. It's called Little Swallow. Kayla Farnham, 95.9 WATD. It's all yours.
Kayla Farnham, 95.9 WATD. Great job on that song. Thank you. Remind us again of where that song can be found. That song is off of my most recent album. The song is called Little Swallow, and the album is Your Spirit is a Work of Art. You can find it on Spotify and all of the online platforms. I also have CDs if anybody has a CD player out there. So I want to talk about that album for a moment because that was the album that you were promoting the last time that you were here. When you were making that album, or any album for that matter, how many songs do you go into the studio with typically, and then how many actually make the final cut? With that album, I think I went in with 20 or 30 songs, and we came out with 13, I believe. I would say that's pretty average. I often have a lot more songs than that, but maybe I'll have the (laughs) the 20 or 30 that I want to record and have been on the back burner for a while. And then we kind of piece together what seems to fit for the theme. So I'm sure like many artists, the songs are like children to you. How do you decide, you know, which kids you don't send off to college, if you will? (laughs) (laughs) Oh my goodness. It's, it's so hard. I mean, thank goodness that I had help from a producer for this project. Otherwise I just wouldn't have been able to make up my mind. So I definitely look for that outside feedback. I, I try to take the songs and perform them out live before I go into the studio to record everything and set it in stone. And that way I, I can kind of gauge what people are connecting to because that's why I, I put the music out. It's, you know, I want to put something out that's going to reach other people. So maybe I have some children that I really love and nobody else gets and that's okay and I, <laughs> I can keep it to myself. But I try to put the stuff out that's really going to connect. I'm glad you mentioned playing the songs out live because I'm curious to know for you, when is the song ready? When is it finished enough that you can share it live? And then when is it finished enough that it can be actually recorded? That's a good question. I mean, I think I've just gotten to the point where I I throw caution to the wind, you know, and and once I have a few verses and choruses and it seems to be a a complete enough story, I'll throw it out there and and just see what happens. And maybe from that point, the song evolves. You know, I've I've had a lot of different versions of songs as I perform them live and they, they kind of take on a new life over time and And then eventually I just have to say, well, this is what we're going with and this is what we're going to record. And maybe it'll keep evolving after that, but we capture a moment in time and that's the best we can do with the recording side of things. I know a lot of your songs come from personal experiences. Do you have any songs that you've written that are still too personal to release publicly, even, you know, play live publicly? Um, I'm a pretty open book, so I, I wouldn't say that there's anything too personal There might be some songs that I haven't played just because I don't know that it would necessarily resonate with others. Or maybe I feel like the message that I'm communicating isn't 
clear enough to be universal. Although sometimes I've been surprised and I've played some tunes out that I thought wouldn't connect, and they did. So I I never know. So I'm trying to get better at least giving every song a chance to be played out once, so I can see what happens. This is a question I love asking because it varies, you know, especially with male performers and female performers. But when you write a song about somebody, do you tell that person the song is about them? <laughs> yes, it really depends. There's one song in particular off of my last album that it, it was so, just like detail for detail, the story of their life. And I did change their name, but I felt like it was one of those things I had to go ask permission <laughs> before I performed the song, which they gave me permission and, and ended up connecting to a lot of people. But there are some songs that I just, it's about somebody and, and I've kind of buried it in metaphor and imagery and they don't need to know. <laughs> and can they guess? They might be able to guess, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Kayla Farnham is in studio tonight, 95.9 WATD. We have time for two more songs. What are we listening to next? All right. I'll stick with the piano for this one. Um, This is another tune off of my most recent album. It's called Elijah. It's a love song. One of my favorites. Kayla Farnham, 95.9 WATD. And by the way, is this the song you were just talking about? No, actually it's not. I... Maybe I'll play that one last. We'll see. (laughs) (laughs) Live radio. Kayla Farnham, 95.9 WATD. It's all yours. (laughs) Oh, 
his scent is fresh upon his skin That's when he's gonna get around it I'm gonna take me On a run for my money If love is a marathon I don't wanna quit too soon I got my ticket to the sky And I'm calling shotgun when Elijah comes flying by One day I'm gonna meet him at the end of the tracks With the mud in my hair and all hell on my back He's gonna wonder how'd you find me Takes one to know one That's how I always knew I'd find you down the line Incredible. Kayla Farnham on the tiny stage, 95.9 WATD. Great job on that. Thank you. The New England music scene has always kind of been male-dominated, and it's kind of switching gears now, and it's becoming really kind of powered by strong female performers, yourself included. But you were one of the very first that I met in this community. How did you find your place as a female musician in the New England music community? Well, I think it's just the love of the art that's driven me. It's not an easy business to be in, and I think being a woman in the business does have its own challenges, but I just couldn't imagine my life without music, and I I don't really know what to do with myself outside of that, (laughs) so I've just, I've kept playing and kept working on my art and, and playing out every chance I get, because that's how I connect with the world, and I think it's, that's how I've gotten to where I am. What can venues, promoters, producers do to make their space safe for female musicians, or any musicians, for that matter? There just has to be a level of awareness of what goes on, and and part of that is just listening to women when they're talking about their experiences and giving the benefit of the doubt that a situation is real and, and just looking into it and offering support. I know it's not easy to do because we don't want to believe that there's negative things going on in the community, but it definitely needs to be addressed at times. What advice would you give to an aspiring female musician who's trying to find their voice or their place in the music community or in any music community? I would say just follow your heart and follow your voice and be careful out there, but look for the people who are going to support you and the people that believe in you and want to help you along your way. And and that's going to be your tribe that carries you through. 
I love that. Great advice from Kayla Farnham, the guest tonight on the Tiny Stage, 95.9 WATD. We have time for one more song. Does that work for you? Yeah, sounds great. All right. We'll do that after this. 95.9 WATD. I'm John Shea, and we're brought to you each week by Tiny and Sons Class. And now, back to Almost Famous on 95.9 WATD. For the final time tonight, welcome back to the almost famous Tiny Stage 95.9 WATD, introducing you to independent bands and musicians from across New England. Brought to you by Tiny and Sons Glass, I'm John Shea. Give me a follow tonight, Facebook and Instagram at Almost Famous Radio. Find our podcast by searching Almost Famous WATD on your favorite podcast app. Head over to almostfamousradio.com. And if you're a local musician with original music you'd like to hear on the radio, you can reach out, find all the contact information on the Almost Famous page at 959WATD.com. So tonight, for a few more minutes, being joined in studio by Kayla Farnham. How you doing? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm great. Thank you for making this work. It's been too long. It has been. <laughs> so give yourself one final introduction. So my name is Kayla Farnham. I'm a singer-songwriter from Northeast Connecticut. I was just announced as the Connecticut State Troubadour. That's <laughs> we'll great. That. Congrats on that. I love that. And share with us your website, the socials, the albums, anything you want to talk about. My website is kaylafarnham.com. That's K-A-L-A-F-A-R-N-H-A-M. You can find me on Facebook and Instagram and YouTube, Spotify, iTunes, all of that good stuff. We have time for one more song. Before we get to that one final song, though, what's a song you wish you had written? Oh, my goodness. That's, that's a good question. I've never been asked that <laughs> on an interview, and now I'm like, I'm stumped. I mean, I would have to say probably something by Joni, or maybe, I don't know. I, I, you've got me stumped. There's just so much good stuff out. I mean, there's so much good music. Uh, lately, I've, this is so, like, you wouldn't expect this, but lately I've been listening to a guy called Trevor Hall, writes this beautiful spiritual music, and, and lately everything I listen to by him, I'm just like, oh, I wish I wrote that. Like, <laughs> Let me change um, it up a little bit. Okay. You get into your car. Nobody else is in the car with you. You put on your Spotify playlist. What song do you play that's your guilty pleasure? That nobody knows you listen to? That you'd be embarrassed if somebody found out? <laughs> what song is that? Oh, I mean, I love some Madonna. It's always a good time. <laughs> good old dance music. Either that or music theater. I'm, I'm always like... The belt- Wicked soundtrack or something? Yeah, no, I'm the girl that's belting out Wicked in the car. <laughs> that's me. We have time for one more song before we wrap things up. What's it going to be? So this is another fairly new tune. It's a mantra that I wrote for myself to remind myself to stay grateful in tough times. It's called Ancient Vessel. Let's hear it. Kayla Farnham, thank you again for making this work. Get home safely, and we'll talk to you soon. Thank you for having me. And congrats again on the Connecticut State Troubadour. Thank you. My body is an ancient vessel traveled by for centuries she creaks and moans aches and groans yet carries on so steadfastly oh my body Oh,
that constructs a world for me to see with atlases and diagrams, poems and philosophies. Oh, my intellect, oh, my intellect, oh, my intellect, I thank you. Glory.